Drinking water is supposed to be good for us, right? It's why the bottled water industry is so huge. I mean, 30 years ago, we weren't drinking water out of a plastic bottle, but all right, today that is a completely different story. So it's a little scary to hear that researchers have conducted a groundbreaking study of bottled water and detected significantly higher amounts of nanoplastics in bottled water than previously estimated. And now you're asking, like me, well, wait a minute, what are nanoplastics? What does all this mean exactly? Well, Dr. Sherry Mason is a leading researcher in freshwater plastic pollution and director of sustainability at Penn State Barron College and joins us now. Dr. Mason, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. What are nanoplastics? Nanoplastics are plastic particles that are smaller than one micron in size, so about one one one-hundredth the width of a human hair. They're really small. Very small. Okay, (laughs) so how are they getting into this bottled water then? Um, Well, plastic, I know we don't think of it this way, but but plastic is kind of like human skin and how like human skin is constantly shedding little cells. Well, plastic is constantly shedding micro and nanoplastics. Um, In addition to the fact that, you know, with all the manufacturing of uh, plastics that we have, you have emissions into the air from that, those manufacturing um, endeavors as well. Okay, so is this something that we always knew about but didn't think that it was that big of a problem? Um, I'm not sure that we always knew about it. You know, in the last 10 years, maybe, there's kind of been this growing awareness as, um, you know, plastic pollution was kind of first discovered in the 1970s, but it really wasn't until the early 2000s that it became a, a topic of scientific research. And with kind of any endeavor, as we go into it, we are constantly, you know, breaking new ground. And so it started with bigger plastic items um, that you find in the oceans um, and, you know, like bags. Um, And then we've gotten ever smaller. Um, So it was, you know, about 10 years ago that kind of the field of microplastics started to take hold. And kind of with that awareness that you know, big items could become microplastics. There was definitely within at least the scientific minds, the understanding that microplastics could become nanoplastics. It wasn't really though until this study that um, we're able to readily identify nanoplastics. Um, And so this will really kind of open things up. I think you'll start hearing a lot more about nanoplastics in the next decade. And what can we do about them? Um, stop making plastic. (laughs) I mean, that's just, you know, and, and, and it's not going to happen overnight. Um, you know, I, I say it, I understand, I say it kind of cheekily, but that's the reality, right? If we're going to have a plastics being as prevalent in our society as they are, nanoplastics are going to be prevalent within the water we drink, the air we breathe, the food that we eat, they're going to be within our bodies. And so really, you know, this is where the the United Nations treaty um, on plastic pollution that is is currently in the process is so important. Um, We really need to reevaluate our relationship with this material and, and be thinking about where does it make sense to use it and where does it not make sense? Um, And, you know, I think this study really highlights the fact that um, drinking water out of plastic bottles is probably not the, the, the necessary way that we get hydrated. 
Do you, does it feel though that we are moving away from that though? Because I feel there has been a recognition that we should not be drinking water out of plastic bottles. Yeah, no, I think, you know, our, so, um, you know, my, my research lab was the, the first to look at bottled water. Um, and, um, it, it was about five years ago. Um, and we were looking at ma- microplastics. Um, and I think when that study came out, you know, I mean, immediately the World Health Organization um, did a meta-analysis looking at, um, you know, kind of the hu- human health implications of microplastics and, and basically came to the conclusion that we don't have enough data yet. Um, but my point is, is that with those studies coming out and this kind of increased awareness that it's in our air, it's in our water, it's in our food, there is this kind of changing mindset um, against, you know, drinking things out of out of plastic bottles and and trying to, to decrease the prominence of plastics um, in our society. Um, you know, for some of us, that's just easier to do um, than for others. And so I think that's kind of where you know, you need these regulations and the treaty that the United Nations is working on um, to really help push this as a systemic change. But now that we can actually see these or, or, or find these nanoparticles, plastic particles, what kind of impact do they have? Is that the next kind of thing that we're going to be looking into? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this study is is providing us the techniques to look at that kind of toxicology. And without these analytical techniques, we weren't able to do those toxicological studies. Um, so there are things that we know about the impacts of plastics and the chemicals used in plastics on human health, but there's a whole lot we don't know. Um, I, I think we know enough to take a very precautionary approach to this material and be making those changes to reduce our exposure. But I think there's a lot more testing that will add um, more scientific kind of body of research to that um, approach that we're already in the process of moving toward. And so where did we find these nanoplastics? When they looked at it in the body, where were they found? So they have been found in our blood. Um, they get, they make their way across the gastrointestinal tract. Um, they end up in our liver, our kidneys, our brains. They've been found on both the maternal and the fetal side of the planet of the placental boundary. Um, and you know, with regard to, to children, they've been our babies. They've been found um, in in human uh, poop. Um, they've been found in our lungs. Um, you know, so it, it's That's- almost it doesn't. Yeah, it's scary stuff. Oh no, it's it's insanely scary. Um, and this is why I said I think we have enough information to really kind of rethink our relationship um, with this material. Um, you know, and and the the beginning part of of kind of understanding the toxicology of that um, is is starting to already emerge. Right, we we already know that it. It induces oxidative stress, inflammation, uh, neurological disorders, you know, so, um, but as we're able to go to smaller size and more readily identify not just the plastic particles, that is the nanoplastics, but identify the actual polymer, it'll give us a lot more information and understanding which plastics and the shape of those plastics are most harmful to human health. Well, Dr. Mason, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. 
Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. That's Dr. Sherry Mason, leading researcher in freshwater plastic pollution and director of sustainability at Penn State Barron College, talking about groundbreaking work uh, showing nanoplastics and how they essentially leach from bottled water right into our bodies. And I know a lot of you out there probably already made the move away, which is what you're writing me and telling me too. But yeah, let's hear more about that. Simi at cknw.com.